Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Uh, good. Doing all right. Mu- much yeah. better than last week, that's for sure. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's never fun being sick. Uh, you especially know. nowadays with COVID, because like, you could have like the colder flu, and people are like, do you have COVID? Don't give it yeah. to me. <laughs> Like every every time I have I tell people I'm sick I, I I always have the little qualifier of it wasn't COVID it was just a regular cold but it was still pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, still not fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. We have a double feature, and I've been trying to think of like what the theme is. Uh. I came up with a th- few ideas. One is naughty but naughtier because they're definitely just awful movies. Uh. Another <laughs> one was <laughs> Christmas serial killers. Because there's a lot of serial killers in these movies. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're uh, talking about Jack Frost to start us off. A movie that, not the Michael Keaton movie, I should add. Uh, but rather the direct-to-video movie that, I think if you were a kid in the 90s, you saw this movie on, like, Blockbuster or Rogers Video Shelves, and you were like, this, this, this interests me. I don't know what's going on with this movie, but it's got my interest. And then if you ever watch it, you would realize, yeah, there's probably a reason it was direct-to-video. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) for as bad as this movie is, I can't say I don't enjoy it. Um, Even though, unequivocally, this movie is not a good movie at all. But there's just some kind of like B-movie, like, just charm to it, even though it's just awful, awful movie. Um, but yeah, what is Jack Frost even about? As a notorious serial killer, Jack Frost is being driven to his execution. The truck carrying the murderer encounters a bizarre accident that transforms him into a mutant snowman. Sheriff Sam Tiller, who caught the psychopath originally, has remained concerned about his return, and it seems that his fears were well-founded. Before long, bodies pile up, all killed in gruesome, wintry ways. <laughs> And that transformation scene is fucking hilarious. It is, yeah. It's fucking like like him like being out of the out of the the transport vehicle like threatening and everything, and then he gets fucking hit with that fucking chemical for no reason whatsoever, and then turns into a snowbank, like <laughs> melts into a snowbank. It's the stupidest fucking thing ever. And they... Even when you know what's happening in that scene, it almost still doesn't quite make sense though, no, when you're watching no. it. You're like, is this, he's turning into a snowman, right? Okay, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, included too is the 90s CGI of his uh, DNA being turned into, or his cells being turned into uh, snow. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of like odd close-ups of that scene on the, of his face, and he's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were trying to go for like some some kind of like evil dead or something like that like sam raimi style close up and then 
they realize they don't have the, the skills to do it, but they still went for it anyways. Which mm-hmm. that's, this, this movie honestly gets like the the whatever you would get like the effort award whenever you did like a sports day at school or whatever. Like, hey, you you participated. This movie gets the participation medal. Um, <laughs> it tries. It really does try. Does it succeed? No, but it tries. Um, yeah, Steve. When was the first time you watched Jack Frost? Well, it's a weird relationship with Jack Frost, honestly, because um, there was this compilation DVD that I got roughly around the probably 2000, 2001 called Boogeymen. And it was just kind of like a rundown of like all like the horror monsters and everything. And Jack Frost was included for some fucking reason. But I never saw it then. I watched it for this podcast. And oh, wow. oh my God. Yeah, I. Whew. Like, I, I thought I'd seen it before. Actually, both movies we covered this week, I thought I'd seen them before. But there are definitely stuff that I haven't seen in them. So I feel like I haven't seen them. Um, and uh, this fucking movie. Oh, my God. I don't even... We'll, we'll get into it, but, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a wild movie. Taylor, what about you? Uh, what was the first time you watched Jack Frost? Um, also for the podcast, I, I've seen the Michael Keaton, Jack Frost mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, and at first when I looked up Jack Frost, I was like, this, we're not watching this one for the podcast, are we? And then I saw this Jack Frost, the horror Jack Frost, and I recognized the poster for it of just like the snowman, evil snowman face, mm-hmm. because I've seen that before, like plenty yeah. of times, but I just had never actually seen the movie that was associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of me almost wanted to watch the Michael Keaton one for the podcast too, and just bring up like Best Kill or something like that. But I didn't. But it is body horror. It. Yeah, it is. It is body it is. horror. And Google does classify it as like a dark fantasy, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also on Amazon Prime as well, I believe. I think they're both on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, the Michael Keaton one is you have to pay for it. At least oh, okay. Yeah. You have to pay for it. That's just like a sad sentence. Right. You you pay for Amazon Prime, but then you still have to pay for it on well, Amazon and then you, Prime. Well, and then after you watch it, you continue to pay for it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, first time I watched this, um, well, I went to like the video store, and my parents would like the last rent a movie, and I was like, oh, can I get this movie, Jack Frost? And I guess... They, they must have thought it was like the Michael Keaton one. They were like, yeah, that's fine. Sure, go ahead. And then, yeah, uh, took it, watched it, and realized it definitely is not the Michael Keaton movie. But at that point, we were already <laughs> watching it. Now, this is back in the 90s when I'm pretty sure, like, most of, you know, the movies we would watch, like, there were scenes at that, like, your parents would probably be like, oh, fast forward through that part or uh, cover your eyes for that. And uh, that was like this entire movie. They, they were just like, uh, you you can't watch uh, her getting basically sexually assaulted in the bathtub. And like, yeah, it's probably for the best. Um, yeah. So I watched the movie and I hadn't watched it in like such a long time because I watched it and just honestly forgot about it. And then like, I think like a year or two ago, I rewatched it and I'm like, okay, this movie is definitely garbage. Um, but I guess I, it's got, like, this weird charm to it that I kind of enjoy, even though, yeah, it's definitely not, not something good. Um, but, yeah. 
we have a couple emails. Uh, and Aaron says, absolutely terrible film, complete piece of shit, nothing but schlock. I love it. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got a charm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, too, because I was reading up that apparently most of the actors in this were, like, thespian actors, like, really, like, like, hardcore, like, they've been working in the industry for years, actors. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, because it's just, like, how did they get roped into this? Yeah, this seems like a far cry from... Like, being on stage. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Brian says, first time watch for the podcast. This movie fucking sucks, but it has Shannon Elizabeth's debut, so there's that. Yeah. I guess it's Shannon Elizabeth well, before. What, was, was she an American Pie? I think she was. Yep. She? Yeah, she was. She was Nadia. Um, and this was, this is such a sleazy thing to bring up, but it was in the trivias for it. This is a pre-breast implants Shannon Elizabeth as well. Well... It's so sleazy to say, but it is. It's it's the truth. Well, yeah, you know, it's important to keep these things in mind, I guess. Which is like, okay, so then she got the breast implants, and all of a sudden she's in a major Hollywood movie. Then well, seems right for Hollywood, like, unfortunately. And, and again, doing nudity because now it's more acceptable nudity in the Hollywood sense. I don't know. It's sleazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although in the credits, she's. Credit as Shannon Elizabeth Badal. So. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's really f- funny too is when they initially did that death scene, it was it was intended much differently. Mm-hmm. But then in post, they noticed that it looks like that Jack Frost was kind of raping her. So then they added all that dialogue in ADR and changed it to a more rapey death. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Right? Isn't that f- just... Ugh, this just... So much I fun. Mean... Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely one of those things where you're just like, uh, that, that, that's pretty problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely... The interesting thing is, I wonder if they were playing off of the Nightmare on Elm Street like scene where Freddy Krueger's like uh, glove pops out out of the bathtub. They definitely got a scene like that. Like it seemed like some kind of yeah. homage in a way. But I don't know Maybe that was the intent. Maybe that was the initial intent yeah. to do that. But then when he was actually killing her, he looks like he's like ramming her. Like what's going on here? Yeah. So then I guess they just kind of changed that. Yeah. For the worse. It's still interesting in a way. Cause it's like the idea that like, oh, your bathtub could freeze and then. Boom, killer snowman. Um, yeah, that's just freaky in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best line. I have a. There's honestly so many lines in this movie that are just completely stupid, but I love them nonetheless. Uh, stuff like "Looks like Christmas came early." Uh, oh yeah. See, that's the line. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, or one of my favorites is uh, when they're arguing about the boy be beheaded he's like how could my boy have done that your boy's a whole head taller than mine and then there's like some random extra in the background who's walking by and he's like not anymore he ain't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had i had a couple of good ones for this one actually like i i 
the opening where the Uncle Henry is telling a story to the, the little kid or whatever, I there were some lines in that that I liked. Like, just specifically the uh, he'd stick knives in their faces and cut out their tummies and stamp on their head till their brains got all runny and, like, telling it like a creepy story. I kind of yeah. like that intro. Even though I was like, the fuck, Uncle Henry? This is not child appropriate. Um, um so arguably that's the best part of the movie for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it the intro. It's pretty solid in my in my opinion. So that was actually the director doing both voices, Michael Cooney. Okay, it definitely didn't sound like a real kid's voice at some point, so that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else was there? There was another one that I have to go Oh, there was a line that the FBI agent said. Um, they're talking about testing the, the acid on amoebas or something like that with the scientist. And he goes, just a, just a shame your amoeba turned out to be the homicidal maniac, Jack Frost, who I have to now put back in the test tube. And then he like holsters his gun and like, that, it was just so hammy. It was so good. I love that one. The, the sheriff, he changes, he goes, undergoes like this action hero change that inexplicably happens in that third act. All of a sudden, yeah. he's like quippy and like, like he's got like a dark humor to him. It's, yeah. it's such a weird and an unprompted character shift. It just happens. Also, he's got to be one of the greatest characters because there's scene where there's scenes where he like shoots at puddles of water, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Anytime someone tried to use a gun against Jack Frost, I was just <laughs> yeah. like, this is this is dumbest decision. This is what this is. <laughs> it, I, it's so hard to pick a dumbest decision because <laughs> when that award comes up, I'm going to be like, ah, it just kind of gestures at the script. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah. This whole fucking thing is dumb. Do you want to hear something fucking weird, though? The actor that played the sheriff died later in an avalanche yeah Ooh. Jack he frost shouldn't have done vengeance. this movie man <laughs> jack, jack frost got his vengeance in the end yeah jack frost too it's like a found footage movie yeah oh shit that would actually be pretty freaky if they did jack frost <laughs> but found footage and better yeah yeah <laughs> The only time found footage might improve a movie. Yeah, right. Actually, if you think this movie's like bad, watch the sequel. It's like much worse. Like, oh my god, I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, they go to a tropical island. It's <laughs> <laughs> what? So it's like yeah. Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. I mean, it's it's not that far off. It's called Jack Frost: <laughs> True Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. So there's a snowman on a tropical island? Is that the implication? Yeah. Is that where... Okay. Now, to okay. be fair, they, you know, to their credit, they're not like it was probably that hard, but they brought back most of the cast for that movie. <laughs> um, this, the, this is the synopsis of the sequel. Sam is traumatized by his experience the previous Christmas battling Jack Frost, a murderous snowman possessed by a serial killer. His wife, Anne, think, or thinks a trip to the tropics will get his mind off the snow, so they pack their bags and head to a resort on an island in the Pacific. Meanwhile, the FBI accidentally resurrects Jack's remains during an experiment. Jack heads to the island, covers it in snow, and barks on another rampage. Oh, okay, so he brings a snowstorm to the island just so that he can go there. Yeah. 
I wonder, how does he get to the island? Okay, I might have to watch this just to answer all of the questions that I have now from this movie, but I don't know if I'll get through all of it. <laughs> it has a whopping 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Still better than the Santa Incorporated yes. movie, which and- got review-bombed badly. I was, was going to make the joke that probably Jack Frost 2 performed better at the box office than West Side Story. But... Oh, that's sad. I feel bad for uh, for um, Steven Spielberg on that. Yeah, but it's like I, I, and I, it's funny because I, I said it on my uh, radio spot this week when talking about it. Is the passion projects for the Big Five? I know we're totally branching off and talking about West Side Story right now, but the the passion projects for like those Big Five directors, your De Palma, your Coppola, Scorsese, and stuff, never perform because Silence was a film that Scorsese was trying to get made for like 25 years or something like that. Amazing film, like an incredible film. Did really badly at the movies because nobody wanted to see a movie about missionaries trying to bring God to Japan, you know? Like, it's it's just like what they're passionate about isn't what the audience is into these days, isn't what the mainstream audience isn't into. And, I mean, it's hard now in in 2021 to find the pulse of the people that want to find see west side story redone now like it's just it's it's past its time probably yeah doesn't doesn't deteriorate the movie at all i haven't seen it yet but i've heard nothing but incredible things about it um so it's it's really sad because it's almost like oh it's like a signifying of the death of real film Mm-hmm. Uh, or what we regarded as real film for like fucking 50 years now yeah sad really it's it's it a is. sad state of times like that that we're in a in a better figure this out quickly tiktok type scenario now mm-hmm. everything needs to be bite-sized otherwise mm-hmm. people don't have the attention for it yeah nobody wants a big lavish two and a half hour musical no. Oh, it's especially sad for West Side Story because every time I hear it brought up, I get the "When You're a Jet" song stuck in my head, and I just want to watch <laughs> it all over again. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the yeah. movie is pretty good. I I saw it on Wednesday, and uh, it was it, it was good. Uh, even as someone who doesn't like musicals, I was like, "This is pretty good." No, mm-hmm. see that that's my category. I'm not a big musical guy, but. I mean, Spielberg's magical. Even a bad Spielberg movie is still like, wow, that was quite a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Cool. Well, uh, best performance of this movie. <laughs> no one <laughs> I didn't write anything down for that. I put Scott McDonald because even though he's hamming it up as Jack Frost, he's probably putting in the most effort out of anybody in this movie. Yeah. Um,. I, I I have to I, I might go with the sheriff just because of that weirdo um shift in 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 performance yes it, it's it's such it's just it's so random yeah um <laughs> the hell's his name uh Christopher Alport yeah um and then beyond that uh Rob LaBelle who is like the only actor in this movie to me that is even slightly recognizable uh he's the scientist stone Mm. who gets to vomit up jack frost at one point in this movie (laughs) that part's great (laughs) and i mean 
a truck's flatbed full of antifreeze under a tarp. Oh. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say antifreeze might be the best performance in this movie. For me. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it was all able to stay like almost swimming pool like within a, just a tarp in a flatbed of a truck. I mean, <laughs> that's some real. It knew the fun. assignment. Yeah, it knew what to do. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, Taylor, did you have any favorite performance? Um, I don't know. I, I just because of the, the, the hammy lines from Jack Frost, maybe, maybe that, but I, I didn't, nobody really stood out to me as like, oh yeah, that guy was great. I, maybe other than like the, the combination of the FBI guy and the scientist together, they were just kind of like, I like morons a little bit throughout this movie too. And just like, it was more fun in my opinion to follow their story than it was to follow the sheriff and his drama with this jack frost and previous you know putting him in jail and all that stuff i almost wanted the movie more to be about this like bumbling scientist who's like let this fucking like science experiment loose a little bit you know their their story was so much fun um but yeah i don't know i can't i can't really put anyone above anyone else because i I, there's even a certain part of the movie where i was like oh i kind of tuned out a little bit closer Mm -hmm. to the end (laughs) So I I don't I'm not quite sure I don't really have anyone in particular other right. than the antifreeze the antifreeze is king, yeah, <laughs> that antifreeze behaved very well. I uh, like that antifreeze makes him strip away that he's got like blood and tissue and stuff underneath the snow like it makes it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah. No, especially because doesn't he get his head knocked off at one point and there's yeah. definitely no blood or no, nothing underneath there. There's nothing. He's pure <laughs> snow. But when he gets hit with antifreeze, all of a sudden he's just—he's like just all this viscera and everything under it. And you're like, what? Well, then, like when he's in liquid form, hypothetically, if he froze, he could reassemble. But yeah, how do, that doesn't make any sense. No, 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 it's, it's completely nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Best kill. There's a lot of good kills in this. I will say that. Like, yeah, there's a surprising amount of kills in this. For a, um, for a snowman. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like which one was my favorite. Um, I mean, uh, I did really like when the the girl got all like strung up with the lights. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, that was that was very festive. Got me in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it almost was like he was trying to drown her in the Christmas ornaments because he kept just shoving her face into the box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the axe down the throat was kind of gross too, even though it was like kind of quick and simple. But yeah. uh, like when he pulls away and the axe is just sticking out of him, I was like, oh, that was pretty gross. Yeah, and and the kid getting decapitated by the sled, that was that was just justice, though, in my opinion. So. Oh yeah, I mean he really had it coming. Nineties yeah. bully kid, yeah. yeah i don't know I, anytime i see that woman getting like strung up with the lights that's great uh it's just like she's the ultimate christmas decoration uh dumbest she, de- she finally got to be the angel on top of the tree yeah exactly uh dumbest decision i put putting antifreeze in food that you're going to give to your dad yeah that was, that was, was pretty dumb that yeah. that's like a case where you just take the kid out to like a random street corner leave him and just drive home 
Like you're like I'm done. He's definitely not smart enough to make it home from there. So yeah, no, definitely not. The the, the kid in this movie is it's got to be one of the worst kids I've ever seen in any movie. He's just the yeah. worst. Uh, makes a mess. Uh, just constantly complains, and almost kills his dad by feeding him antifreeze. So. And I, but like, there's a thought in my head too of like, oh, were those oats only for his dad? What if he had made oats for the whole family that morning? That would have been a totally different movie. Then. <laughs> like that's like the kind of kid that like grew up to eat Tide Pods. So. <laughs> They're candy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also had for dumbest decision, um, having two guards drive the truck instead of having an extra guard sit in the back with the prisoner is probably not the best idea. Like, you don't yeah. need two of the guards to drive the, the prison van. You can have one of the extra guys in the back so that, you know, he doesn't end up killing that guard. That would be great. Yeah. That's probably a smart idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'd also say to um, putting him in that bottle doesn't seem like the greatest idea like couldn't you like i don't know put him to steam or something just keep him a steam <laughs> i don't know make a big fire and put him in a big pot yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah throwing him throwing him into the fucking incinerator mm -hmm. great idea yeah <laughs> oh yeah when i saw that incinerator light up the first time uh, they hung on a, a shot of it for for a couple seconds, and I was like, "Okay, this is gonna play in somehow." But mm -hmm. it, like, it could have gone either way. It could have been a red herring where a good guy gets thrown into it, or it could have been the snowman. But I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was Jack Frost. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to rate this movie. Let's everyone think of for a score. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Oof. Yeah. I, I don't think I need to justify why it's a 4 out of 10. No. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory once you're 20 minutes into it. You're like, whew, this yeah. is this is rough. This is rough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I would have rather watched the Michael Keaton movie at the end of this. <laughs> I mean, after the credits, I mean, you know, I, I, after after that Michael Cooney uh, tour de force of two different voices. I mean, where do you go? Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a letdown after that <laughs> opening, if I'm yeah. being really honest. Everything's so close up. Everything about this movie, any effects thing or anything scare related is so done in such close up that it's so hard to even just, I don't know, like get into anything really. Yeah. 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 I think that's why at some point I was just like, all right, I'm gonna want to just kind of hang out on my phone for a bit while this movie ends because I don't know, so you know, if I need to pay close attention to it, you know, um, mm. yeah, I don't even know what score to give this. Like, I was thinking like maybe a five or a six, maybe I'll go with like a five point five just to stick it right in the middle there. This, I feel like it could have been. I I understand why there's a definitely a lot of people that do like this movie but it it was just like a little boring to me in some mm. points there was just like stuff going yeah. on but not enough to like keep me actually interested mm. in what was going on um because it was mostly this movie just kind of seemed like a lot of uh snarky one-liners <laughs> for yeah. the most part um 
but I mean, I guess there there was a decent amount of kills. And oh, I did, I totally forgot too about the the bathtub kill because that was a, that was a pretty clever one, I guess, compared to some of the other ones that were just yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, five. Maybe I'll go with five point five. If I had like a decent amount of beer in me or something, then this would probably be like maybe more like a six or a seven. But this uh... is a group watch. It's a <laughs> yeah, group definitely. watch. To 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 get any sort of like like satisfaction out of it, you need to be able to look at somebody and be like, that was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like yeah. you need yeah, because otherwise it just I don't think it hits on the same level. No. Yeah. It's definitely a movie that is much more fun to talk about than it is to sit and watch by yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. I guess in my heart of hearts, like, I know this is probably, like, a 5 out of 10 at best, but I'm bumping it up to a 7, mainly because I smoked a good amount of weed before I rewatched it, and I was mm. having a great old time. So yeah, gets, I can see that. It gets the two-point weed bump factor. Again, this is not a good movie, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think there's a certain <laughs> point of it where if your brain's just tuned to the right frequency of dysfunction you can kind of enjoy it. So. Oh, yes. I, I would agree with that. If your brain is tuned to exactly what this movie is giving, then you're going to have a great time. Yeah. So. Cool. Steve, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. I think I am the same on uh, Letterboxd as well. Um, and then I am on uh, The Shift with Shane Hewitt every Thursdays at 11 p.m. Pacific time across Canada. And I also do uh, a little bit on uh, the Jazz Joe Hall show, local to Vancouver on uh, CKNW. Uh, yeah. Oh, and my website is stevestebbing.ca. Nice. Taylor, where can people find you in the internet? Um, mostly on Instagram and Twitch. My username is Techronomicon. I post stuff on my blog every once in a while, although I'm currently working on some stuff to make it look a little bit cooler. So, um, I have links posted up there, but I don't have anything else going on right now until I get it nice and new and shiny. Um, other than that, I mainly just stream on Twitch. Uh, I do writing streams, or I play Animal Crossing, or sometimes I try and play Fallout, but my computer is a piece of garbage, so uh, some point in the future I'll be playing that, but not right now, until I get it upgraded. So, anyways, that's Fair. where you can find me. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm over at ThringerNerds.com. We've got the reviews up for such great things as west side story which again i kind of enjoyed uh the witcher season two that's coming soon that's exciting and i also talked about uh saturday morning all-star i think it's called some new netflix thing that is literally just a joke that goes on way too long uh but (laughs) hey it's on netflix so easy to find easy to disregard i guess but, uh, yeah, and I'm over on Twitter, Film Critic. I'll probably be putting my thoughts on Spider-Man up there after I see it on Monday. So you can go check that out. And, uh, yeah, with that said, we'll be talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night, <coughs> Part 2, next week. Because, Lord knows, you don't need to see the first one. Bye for now. <laughs>